Snack Hour with your friends Will and Travis. It's the Days Past Toontown. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Days Past Tunecast! Woo! Yeah! That's the podcast where we have adult conversations about yesterday's animation. Because mm-hmm. uh, we, we like to finish each other's phrases. Percentage phrases. Percentages. Um, the adult conversations does mean that there will probably be some adult content to what we're saying, some mature content. Uh, I would rate this like a TV M plus and random, random drug use. Yeah. Drugs not chosen <laughs> with any, uh, logic behind them. Just completely willy nilly. Yeah. I don't know why I took it officer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know what I'm taking. Yeah. It's, it's like a pill party basically. Yeah, for sure. We're having a pill party over here. At uh, the days past Tooncast Studios, mm-hmm. and uh, this is the basically. Uh, I'm Will, by the way. I, I co-host this program. I'm Travis. I co-host this program as well. And when Travis and I co-host this program, you know you're going to get some good business going. And this time, <laughs> see, every time we like to get together, we talk about cartoons that we've chosen to watch. No one made us do it. We choose the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, we're not getting forced to do this. No one's made me do this. I no. don't know about you. No, well, you're holding a gun to my head right now. I'm not sure what that means. You asked me to. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So, really, it's on you. <laughs> so we choose a shoot program. Me once, shame on me. <laughs> shoot me twice. Uh, shoot me so that's twice still shame on you. Shame, yeah, that's still mm-hmm. shame on you. You're right. Every time. You're right. I didn't think that out. Think about it. Okay. <laughs> so we get together and we decide on programs, animated programs we would like to watch. Uh, preferably ones we saw in our youths. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're talking like 80s and 90s uh, era. Lots of Saturday morning cartoons. What we do is we choose a show. Right now, all we do is we watch the debut episode, number one, number 001, season one, <laughs> dot ep one, dot o o o one. Just one. Yeah. It's just one. Uh-huh. We just watched that one, and we take some notes whether it's on your computer or your journal or uh, your my arm, I write. Yeah. Write yeah. That's my arm here. And those are permanent. It is. Uh, I put mine on my live journal. Okay. Yeah. And I live tweet me writing about the cartoon. Oh geez. Yeah. It's just like, Oh, my pencil broke. Still broke. Like that's pretty much, <laughs> I just put you up the other day. Remind me never to look at that. It's Please. got a lot of followers. It's a surprise. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And so we we watch the cartoon, we get together, we compare notes, and uh, we talk about the shows. And hopefully everybody has a good time. Yeah, we talk about how crappy or good it is. Yeah. I mean, there's usually something good and something bad to be found in these. Usually a, a ton of funny elements waved and interlaced in the in the cartoon, man. That's right, great. right. And uh, this particular one that we're going to do today, I will say, held sway over me as a young man. Uh, <laughs> many, many, many dollars spent on uh, toys. Mm-hmm. Not my dollars. They were my parents' dollars. Maybe some other 
friends and family for birthdays and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But they weren't my dollars yet. And a uh, lot, like a whole play set and all this business, uh, seems like everybody loved these people. And uh, I think it's fitting that we're doing this this month because it is a spooky month. It is a very, very spooky month. And where you, you might be able to find, uh, you know, aberrations out there. Sure, yeah. Or, uh, Some uh, abolitionists. Yeah, abolitionists. And, uh, <clears throat> <laughs> Well, maybe. I mean, it depends on how they died. But do you, are you talking about maybe some specters? Mm-hmm. Perhaps some spirits? Yes. Some spirits. Yes. Some phantasms. Yes. Some phantasms. Yeah. Some, I think. Some Jeepers Creepers. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah some Goosebumps yeah. by R.L. Stein. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 You might find some of those. Okay. But I'm thinking, you know what I'm thinking? What are you I want to go classic. All right. I like them. Um, I like the sheets. I like them white. <laughs> I like them with eye holes. Okay. And I'm, I'm thinking, I kind of like ghosts. The Ku Klux Klan. I'm thinking Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, everybody, when you think KKK, you think... That's right, guys. We're talking Ghostbusters, the animated series, the real Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. as I should uh, point out. And you would only hear that wonderful theme song. I don't think that's the original version of the theme song. No. Okay, because uh. I listened. I tried to grab it off of Spotify, and it wasn't happening. It didn't sound the same. The real Ghostbusters. Travis, what can you tell me about the real Ghostbusters? Well, I can tell you that um, So the actual, you know, the real movie was was made in 1984 that's mm-hmm. that's that joy with the uh the state the the uh the jet puff marshmallow man or yeah. what is it not stay jet puffed. puff stay what stay puff stay puff not jet yeah. puff that's actual marshmallow cream sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> so stupid so 84 the first movie was made uh that's that's the marshmallow man um 89 mm-hmm. the second movie was made absolutely that's, I was there. that's that's my favorite jam really yeah that's an unpopular uh not with me. I oh, like them both, oh, but oh, that's a- very unpopular. 89 was, that's that's the supreme almighty for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, 2016 was the worst. Um, I didn't enjoy it. Version of all the, everyone's females, which is not a problem. I got no problem with that. It just took away from a lot of the story, and uh, they're not, it, was, it wasn't funny. It just was a horrible movie. I, I just don't like stuff that isn't funny. Yeah. If I go to a comedy show, <laughs> yeah, right. it's like um, if you sell me a bologna sandwich... It there's no meat good. on the sandwich, yeah. yeah. So, just wasn't for me. Not for me either. Yeah. But so nestled nicely in between the '84 and '89 movie mm-hmm. uh, in 1986. Yes, the cartoon. Okay, was was made the real the real Ghostbusters. Yep, and that ran all the way till 1991, and it was produced by Coca-Cola Telecommunications, which would which would later um, shut down and reorganize into Columbia Pictures, and then that would change into um, Sony Pictures. Wow. Yeah. That it seems like they would kept transforming into more and more like global dominating <laughs> yeah, corporations. Right. Like it's evolving. I don't know. Like we got to shut down. We got to become McDonald's. Like, <laughs> right. like we got to transform overnight. Yeah. Well, I, I thought, I mean, I really thought Columbia Pictures was still a thing. It, it might still be. I would have thought but, so. But it, yeah, it, I mean, in parentheses, it said now, now Sony, Sony Pictures. 
Yeah, they put up a big sign over Columbia Pictures that said, now Sony. Yeah, right. Um, the real Ghostbusters, yeah, I, I do love the movie um, that it's based on. and But I my main exposure to the Ghostbusters when I was a kid, because like we've said before, we are 80s kids, mm-hmm. like in pretty much in the sweet spot of like maybe on the youngest side of people who would watch the show. Because right. like Thundercats, we talked about before, I'm kind of surprised at... I forget the timeline because Ghostbusters ruled my life way into the 90s, yet the show itself was done, you know, in the early 90s. Right. And, and we, we, we probably didn't watch it until it was uh, it was almost on its way out or all the way out. It was, all, it was at least out for a few years. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I was watching tunes pretty early tunes. Yeah. Tunes. And <laughs> one more time. Tunes. Tunes. Get, okay. it, get it clean one. Yeah. Uh, so like more of my exposure earlier because I wanted to watch the movie so bad and we had it on VS, VSR. That's yeah. what it's called, right? Okay. <laughs> it wasn't beta. It wasn't VHS. VSR. VHS. And my dad would even slow it down to show me. Like, I was just so afraid of the um, the Gozer dogs on it. They scared the shit out of me. You know, the gargoyle type things that come to life. Louis Tully becomes one. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, They're yes, like, yes, the, you yes, know, the, yes. the gods, um, like helpers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, they just scared the shit out of me. They were very frightening. And I couldn't really watch that, but I wanted to so bad. So the cartoon was really where I had the mean of my ghost training and uh i fucking loved it when i heard that music going on it was a good time i knew i was in for it, a good just time. a gosh darn delight yeah the first note i wrote on my That's page a gosh here. darn delight wow gosh darn delight my goodness this cartoon well the first thing i i have written down as my notes is you know, the, the show opens up you've got that awesome music playing right out of the gate there's no intro it's just on and what you see immediately is I would imagine like a man made out of whipped cream or Cool Whip. Apparently, he's a ghost. He's walking, I, Nate, strutting down the street yeah. towards you. Yeah, yeah, like he's yeah. walking down what has to be a New York yeah. street because there's like a, a garbage can and stuff. I think the, they have those out it's, there. It's, it's the Jet Puff um, ghost man, right? The Jet Puff ghosty man. I think that's the Japanese <laughs> translation. So <laughs> and he's walking towards you and he looks like he's having the best day of his life like he just asked out the chick he didn't think would say yes and right. she did yeah, he, yeah. He, he's dodging the he's dodging yeah. everything he's yeah. he's like john travolta's ghost like <laughs> like he's just digging it to this you know the sweet beat and all of a sudden he is imprisoned by the x sign the no sign yeah, yeah, the yeah. Uh, busters sign if you will and he turns into the logo like that just it's so funny because he seems like it seems like they snuck up on him and captured him. And this is what they do to ghosts. They take poor, innocent ghosts who are having good days and then just turn them into logos mm-hmm. for the rest of their lives, afterlives, whatever. Yeah, right. And it's just like a life sentence for them. But it's just funny because he's so happy and it's, you could almost identify with him as the character. And then all of a sudden, boom. Oh, no, here come the real guys. And then that, you get your guys. But I just, I don't know. I, I don't know why they chose that as the opening. It's a real happy ghost. Right. I mean, they just wanted a way to get that great logo in. That's the that, origin of the logo. Yeah, right. They threw a big red hoop around him. <laughs> yeah. But, man, just like the best logo in television it history, is. right? We Absolutely. We have to say that, man. Yeah. Most it, recognizable. It, it rivals the Thundercats logo for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Neither one is that simple, but, like, to draw, I'll say yeah. as someone who likes to draw that type of thing, right. I would hate it. But it is very, very clean and simple, and it just like gets in your face. It does. Yeah, I love it, <laughs> and it, tra- it travels well, like across the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I do think it's important that we talk a little bit about why it's called the real Ghostbusters. 
Because that's a weird thing, right? It is. Like, it kind of sounds like there's another set of Ghostbusters out there, which is kind of funny given the the title or the uh, content of the episode, Yeah. for starters. I don't know what the right situation was, except that Filmation, they, start, they started making a cartoon around the same time in the 80s called the Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. the original Ghostbusters. And it, I would, we, we're going to have to watch that one at some point because it's it's the same time period and everything. And I did watch it a lot as a kid. It was entertaining. It was really <laughs> it was strange. It was two men and a gorilla. So, like, that's the official name of the cartoon show is the real Ghostbusters. Hmm. There you go. So you had two Ghostbusters roaming the earth. And what an idea that is because as we join our friends the Ghostbusters, on this particular episode, it's funny because that's where it's going to go. There's going to be some other ghost-busting people out there, or are there? <laughs> you tell me, Travis. Uh, yes. Kind of kind is of. the right answer. Yes, kind yeah. of. Sorry. <laughs> um, so <laughs> what I like about this versus like we had just we were talking about Thundercats before, and um, there's a lot of setup. Like the whole episode is just like what's going to happen. Right. Um but this, it's just right out of the gate. You know what's happening. It's the Ghostbusters. You've seen the fucking movie. If you didn't, <laughs> you've heard someone talk about it. You get it. Yeah, like if, there's, if, if you don't get it, go down to the Kroger and rent, rent the exactly. VSR. Get rent, sick. Rent the, rent the VSR. Get sick. Go to the Kroger. Get the VSR. Put in your <laughs> VSR player and watch it. Yeah. It, yeah. And yeah, give so, it the times. Like, so the, you're basically just like it's uh, like some pilot episodes of TV shows. They don't tell the origin of something. They just dive right into it. And that's what they do here, which is good. You know, the characters aren't exactly um, the same as they are in the movie, I'll say. Uh, Visually, it totally makes sense to me why they would change them up the way they did. Like, Egon is tall and blonde. That is is the Egon that is in my brain at all times. Same here. I love Harold Ramis. I thought he was fucking awesome in those movies. But if you say Egon, I think, like, blue jumpsuit, or, you know, blue-gray jumpsuit and blonde hair and red glasses and stuff like that when it's like that. He doesn't – the issue that they were faced with, I think, is that they had three brunette white men. Yeah. And of very – like Harold Ramis was taller and thinner, but otherwise not a lot of difference. So you end up with a Peter Venkman who has got a better hairline than Bill Murray. <laughs> and you've got, uh, you know, like Dan Aykroyd, who's a little rotund, I guess, a little like he turns into a bit of a – a chubby fella yeah. with reddish hair for some reason. Uh, Egon becomes a blonde, tall, lanky guy. Winston remains black. Uh, that was a good choice on their part. <laughs> it was a good choice on his part, too. They, they, they change him into white supremacist oh, no. or whatever. They, like, just com- be... they completely mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oopsie. Sorry, Arsenio that's, Hall. That's the only flaw that they, yeah. they do in there. Like they get notes from the studio. It's just like loving, <laughs> loving the contrast between characters. What's the deal? <laughs> With white supremacist Winston, my my cousin. I have to um, mention my cousin Josh. Uh, hopefully he'll shout maybe out. listen to this. Yeah, shout out to Josh because it's uh, he was my Ghostbusters buddy growing up. Like we both had all the toys and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, whenever we played Ghostbusters, like I wanted to be Peter Venkman every time. He's a sarcastic jerk. You know, I, I identify with that character big time. And. He wanted to be Winston every time, which is fine. It was just my parents and his parents just thought it was funny, like that he wanted to be the not fleshed out black character from the movie every time that we played. Kind of cool. It's uh, I think he's kind of revolutionary, actually. Yeah, no doubt. Probably getting him some trouble these days, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know really. I don't know what's okay. Um, <laughs> Wait, let, let me look it up. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. 
I will say that the uh, the voice choices that are made. Um, there's some interesting choices that are made on this one. Um, not everybody sounds like you would think they might. <laughs> uh, and I would like to point out that, for instance, um, Winston, I'll just say, say it, Winston calls somebody a turkey at some point in this cartoon. Like a turkey. I thought I was watching the Warriors, man. This yeah. guy, like, it's not, I don't know, I just thought it was not cool of them to say that. Um, I've got a little clip here that will give you a taste of Mr. Winston. Sounding pretty interesting, and then also you get to hear a little Mr. Venkman as well. Just listen to what Peter Venkman sounds like. Hey, Peter, would you look at this? It's raining chocolate. Well, I hope they have soft centers. So he says it's raining chocolate, which seems appropriate, I guess, but it's raining chocolate. Like, <laughs> it's not the character was underwritten in the movie, but like he had. He was like kind of a staid guy right. for the most part. Yeah. Like he would, when, if he was freaked out, he'd let you know. But like he wasn't a man. I tell you what, kind of guy. Like, and again, it's a cartoon, but it just seems like uh, the guy who played in the movie was great. Man. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Yeah, Ernie Hudson, he's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's Peter Venkman. I in watching this cartoon, I was very angry to hear Peter Venkman because I could not believe I spent that many years of my childhood uh, heroizing, hero-worshipping this fucking milky-voiced douchebag who's just not funny. Yeah. No one should like him. No one should be around him. People seem to ignore his jokes half the time, and they should. In in the cartoon, for sure, man. Yeah. It's pretty bad. He's not... This is not Bill Murray-level stuff. Bill Murray, as Peter Venkman, is a charmer, but if he doesn't entertain you, he's fine with that because he's entertained himself. Yeah. This Peter Venkman thinks he's funny, and he's not at all. He's really... um He's really a, like a secondary character. I mean, he, he's he's not one of the. It's almost like he's not one of the main Ghostbusters. Well, yeah. In this episode, they almost put him in the back. In this it, episode, I mean? he is a little. It's a little more um, equalized as far as like uh, you know, like FaceTime goes. Everybody yeah. kind of gets to, I guess, shine if you can say that about this. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. I just. Oh gosh, he says one other thing in here. Let's see. Oh yeah, this stupid thing. So someone gets hit in the face with a bunch of chocolate. And this is his response to it. Reminds me of a college party I went to once. What the what? I mean, it's not It's not a funny joke, is yeah. the thing. But the way he delivers these lines, it's like he's just like barely, he barely has the time for it. It's just falling out of his mouth like, blah, 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 blah. like it's, I hate it. I hate it so much. And it's, and it, the thing is, one reason I think I hate it is because I probably said shit like that when I was that, my age at that time, my, when I was my age. But that man, that, that, that voice is rough though. I, I, I'm a total Garfield fan. Yeah. Like, yeah. I grew up with Garfield heavy, bro. Yeah. But it's just not meant to. No, it's wrong. It's the wrong voice for him. Yeah, completely. I mean, they. I guess they just heard sarcastic and thought, well, who better than Garfield himself? Uh, but thankfully, he was replaced. Although I don't know that the replacement was any better. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't either. But we'll, we'll find we'll, out. We'll find out. We'll find out in another episode. Okay, so the Ghostbusters arrive on the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are ghosts loose at a chocolate factory. Apparently, I, I guess it's a joke about um, I love Lucy that. Everybody who works at the chocolate factory is a woman, 
and it's like in an apron and stuff. Oh yeah, because that's yeah, what they yeah, wore. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but it just seemed like weird. Like there was just a, a, a sea of women outside of this factory, screaming as all I don't know the monsters, the ghosts are wreaking havoc inside. So the ghosts, Busters go in, and there are three ghosts that they have to deal with. Uh, it's revealed over time that they're a mother, a father, and a baby. A big, annoying Huey baby. And each of them looks like a mound of lumpy flesh, basically. They're all a weird color. They're ugly as sin. Um, They look like... Yeah, just just a gelatinous... Flesh ball that they can they can they can change into different yeah. stuff. and they have so warts weird. all over. Like you could, it's like they're mashed potatoes, but they didn't blend it completely. Yeah, it's so rough. And uh, <laughs> they look like they kind of look like they're made out of the same stuff as the guy from Ah Real Monsters who would hold his own eyes above his head. Do you remember that? Oh man, no. we'll have to look that up. Yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. There's a pink monster who just looks like he's made out of the same fleshy stuff, and he's holding his eyes above his head. Like that's how his. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, I forget his name, but it looks like that. It just looks gross. It doesn't look like specters. It doesn't look like things make, made out of ectoplasm. Like, right. they don't look like they were ever people who were alive. They look like monsters made out of, I don't know, like clay or something like that. And the thing that struck me as I went further in the episode and I kind of figured out, oh, they actually are supposed to be like mom, dad, and baby. There must be a really tragic story behind these three ghosts for them to all be dead and ghosts. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sad. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know what it happened. Really is. The dad seems violent enough. He seems short. I get a little bit of a Joe Pesci vibe off of him just because he's so violent and short. But like, it just—it's just weird to have like mom, dad, and baby. I mean, I feel like they don't understand what ghosts are. The people that write this show, because I don't think they understand <laughs> that like that means that somebody died and became them. So. Maybe, oh no, but a Frankenstein's a ghost, right? Like, that's the kind of argument that they probably make. It just seems, str- I mean, I, I like the character designs. They're weird. I don't mean like they're good. I just mean like they're, yeah. they're kooky. Yeah. You know, I'm okay with them, but they're ugly as sin. Yeah, you're right. The, yeah, the writers are disconnected from it, man. No completely. ghosts. No ghosts. They, at the end of the episode, too, they don't get what ghosts are. They shouldn't be writing for Ghostbusters, probably. Uh, but I, I don't Mon- know how many. Monster busters. Mon- exactly. These aren't monsters, people. These are creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they, they end up capturing them. They're very easy to capture. I believe Egon says that they are level five torso something or others. Uh, I thought it was fucking. Ri- oh, oh I'm, here's what it is. Uh, Egon looks at his readout and says that the three ghosts are level five full torso apparitions. He's even comparing them to those ghosts out there that don't quite materialize legs. Right. Like, you know, the kinds that just kind of like look like they're hovering in space. Yeah. Like they're on the spectrum of ghosts. What the fuck? They don't look, <laughs> they're not ghosts, but I'm glad that they do differentiate. Like, you know, if you have legs or not as a ghost, that is yeah. an important thing. If you have your whole torso, it's where your arms are stored. It's, <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's true. I like I like that this is definitely set in New York because you get to hear a few New York accents. Yeah, uh, the guy who owns the factory, um, all of the ghosts. Well, at least the mo- the parents. Um, some I think the mayor at the end or something like that. But you know, you get a few of these in there. Thanks for saving my factory. You know, the kind of like something like that. <laughs> Everybody's over the top. I'm really disappointed and angry. This is another point of anger yeah. for me. Speaking of accents. Uh, Janine. Yes. Okay. In the movie, played by Annie Potts. Okay. Okay. 
a crush from my youth, yeah. for sure. Janine, especially. Yes. Okay. Your first, your first white woman crush. My very first, yeah. And I just developed it last year. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting it looked at. Okay. Um, <laughs> white human. Okay. White your human first woman. white human woman crush. Uh, she, in the movie, has a cartoonishly thick New York accent. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. There's no R in Ghostbusters. Well, so when we meet Miss Janine in this, this is what I had to hear from her. Ghostbusters, if it goes boo, we know what to do. No, ma'am. This is the real Ghostbusters. You can't say an R in Ghostbusters if you're Janine. I'm with you. Busters. Yeah. Gals, it just it just seems like I don't know why they played that down. I mean, it's, it seems like a weird choice that everything else is heightened. And then you know what? Let's not go over the top with that. Yeah, right. Let's pull I it mean, back a little bit. They, they even made they made Slimer, yeah, a, a huge part, a gigantic of this cartoon, too big part. But when you go to the movies, there's no a Slimer is a, is like a is like a three minute scene and then yeah. Slimer's gone. Well, the thing is, well, after the, uh, you know, there's a decent amount of time between the first movie and the second and because of the popularity of the uh, the cartoon, yeah, they actually increased, well, at least they brought Slimer into the second movie again, just yeah. based off of all that. So, yeah, by the end of the run of the series, it was Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. Seriously. Like, the last 13 episodes were called <laughs> that. So, or whatever many it was. So, that's how popular this guy, and he plays a huge part in the episode. I mean, he's part of the problem. Yeah, you know, he gets hungry. I swear, I feel bad for Slimer because at first he was just annoying, but I started to think he has like a genuine eating disorder because he's asleep, he's dreaming about food, he's already eating. Oh, on the sleep thing, can we talk yeah. about how funny it is how they sleep in that room? Oh my god, yes, <laughs> I have four, written that down. Yes, all four beds. like four good boys <laughs> sleeping in their beds. Mom's going to check on them. By candlelight, so I know it just worked out good for the uh, for the cartoonist it's, to draw I it. Swear, I get it, but it's, it's so weird. It's like a child wrote it, though. It's like, what? Of course, they sleep like that. They're like firemen. Like apparently, at any time, a ghost could go off, and so they gotta, you know, be ready to slide down the pole. But in the movies, they all had apartments. Like they just met there, basically. So yeah, I know silly. they all had sleeping caps, probably. <laughs> Every, everyone is five feet from the other person. Yes, it's too yes. much for no, me. No, no way. I mean, uh, no way. Venkman's okay with that. No way. Uh, no way. Winston's okay with that. The other two, I can, I can see them being <laughs> like, yeah, come that. on, guys. And then Slimer's in there, and he has a funny little thing where he's like sleep eating his own dreams. But like seriously, to wake up and be that hungry when you've already eaten, I swear he's just like trying. She's trying to fill like a hole in himself yeah. with the food because he gets so jazzed up about it, so amped up. And when it's when he can't get it, he freaks out, you know. And I feel like it's because Peter Venkman is always abusing him. Yeah. Like he's always <laughs> treating him like shit. He's a jerk about it. He has no sensitivity about this whatsoever. What, what, once again, if um if if these are if Slimer is supposed to just be a ghost, which is a dead person. A very weird looking dead person that Slimer was before. Yeah, what well, well is he like a soul of a uh, just the stomach. He's just a soul of a stomach. That's yeah, all that right. was left of the person when they passed. Yeah, right. So yeah. weird, man. <laughs> well, the original uh, Slimer in the movie, he was originally called, well, they kind of referred to him like he was the ghost of John Belushi, they joked. John Belushi was supposed to play uh, actually Peter Venkman in the movie originally. And so when he passed, they would joke at least that Slimer is John Belushi's ghost. That's not a very good way to honor yeah. your friend, I don't think, but <laughs> so be it. But 
now John Belushi has ruled the airwaves, you know, from the late 80s and the early 90s, even past death as a ghost on the real Ghostbusters. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's weird. I I feel like, I guess if you're friends with him, it's okay to say that about like, yeah, it's my buddy's ghost, this disgusting green bug over here. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, that's what I'm going to say about you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. So these, uh, as the our boys... Our boys and whatever various colors they're wearing, because they all wear different colored uniforms to further differentiate between them <laughs> for those children who are slightly colorblind out there. Yeah, right. Uh, Ray has to put the ghosts that they just caught into the uh, containment unit. And I love that thing. I had that as a kid. There's like a red toy. What? You could put a ghost. You could put a little Slimer in it. I had the fucking, the capturing device. I had everything, yeah, dude. It was all Ghostbusters trap, yeah. all the time. And so when Slimer goes downstairs to eat, he knocks into a very poorly placed, seemingly worthless, like not good to have uh, lever. Yes. That's like just out in the open that undoes what they just did. Like it lets out ghosts. Yeah, it's horrible planning. I don't understand. Like, is that is there going to be an emergency where it's like break glass? Got to get ghosts out of here. Like, but he he does because the plot deemed it necessary for the ghosts yeah. to escape, and they do escape, and uh, they come up with a really smart plan. And before we talk about that plan and how it goes, I'd like to give everyone a taste of the voice talent that they're working with on this because I actually thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I know someone in this room is less a fan of one of the characters, <laughs> but you know, check it out. Oh, it suck? We're waiting on you. And I don't like waiting. I'm coming, Pop. Oh. I told you to put him on a diet. I did, but he already lost weight from his head. Uh, I'm here, Pops. <laughs> so for the listeners. Too <laughs> fucking much. The looks. So Travis's um, body language just completely Vic- changed. His, his head started shaking. His legs started shaking. He crossed his arms. Very angry at that. It's just yeah. off-putting, man. It's too much. It is pretty over the top. Um, I mean, everything is, but that that's like a character you've heard over and over again. I really do like the voices for the mom and dad. Uh, I mean, they're they're kind of stock, I guess, but like yeah. there's something about, there's something about the dad that sounds familiar to me. And the mom basically sounds like what Janine should sound like. That's true. Like exactly the accent. That's Maybe true. a little less whiny, yeah. but um, no R's. No R's, please. <laughs> Send them back. <laughs> these, these R's aren't fully cooked. Not for me. Not, not for not me. Cooked. I got an R allergy. An R allergy. Add that to your peanut allergy. That's right. Will. <laughs> it's not peanuts. It's tree nuts. Okay. Peanuts are fine. <laughs> There's a difference. Yes, yeah, not tree nuts. Okay. Tree nut butter. Don't feed me any tree nut butter. <laughs> uh, so the ghosts decide for some reason. I don't. Ghosts seem to just exist to cause trouble, I guess. Um, And they decide that to put the Ghostbusters out of business, they're going to pretend to be kind of Ghostbusters of their own. See, the title of this episode of season one, which is the first episode, is Ghosts Are Us. And the R is backwards, just like at Toys Are Us. They decide that they're going to become Ghosts Are Us and... Pretend to bust ghosts, i.e. they're going to get little baby ghost to go places, uh, raise a ruckus, and then they're going to come in and capture him 
and be the heroes. And the Ghostbusters keep getting called on these things and they show up and it's already taken care of. God knows how many real ghosts actually got away during all that time when right, they're getting yeah. there. It's like a, it's like calling the police and saying there's a, you know, disturbance at your house. There's nothing <laughs> going on. There's nothing going on. I want to say who in the world a doctor or a ghostbuster would mistake these disgusting, lumpy messes as people. Right. Yeah. It does not matter how much a, a nurse's hat, a smock, whatever. Like, they change color a little bit. One of them has, like, a brontosaurus neck and a tiny little head on the top. Yeah, it's, it's pretty horrible. It's, I mean, I know it's It's like nobody recognizes them as ghosts. And by the way, every time there's a haunting in this New York, there is a gigantic crowd of people around it around the building i think everyone just shows up like there's a like a police scanner that they hear or something yeah. and they all just say like oh 12th avenue ghostbusters we're going like <laughs> gotta see it for some reason everybody <laughs> seriously and uh so that happens they go they go to a hospital they do that and then they do it again and they don't really show much on that part. I think right. it's just kind of a thing that happens. But the Ghostbusters they, they, they rush through that that part of the story real fast. Yeah, fast, yeah. It's, it's kind of like, it's weird. It's like they just didn't know what to do with it. And <laughs> but the Ghostbusters, uh, Ghostbusters, excuse me, are stymied. They're flummoxed even by the whole situation. Uh, and they do seem to kind of think something's going on. Well, Janine calls them. And tells them, like, three ghosts are missing. Like, she just checks the ghost count or something like that. And all of this has apparently happened in a day, by the way, because the way she tells them is, like, you get the ghosts you got earlier, like, earlier today, like, it's just, like, all, so they've been out of business for, like, two hours, yeah. like, or whatever. It right. seems like it's happening over a week. But they they start to catch on a little bit that there's something going on, but they still get called out to another fake haunting, not... <laughs> putting the two together like that these ghosts are putting on all these fake hauntings well now we know they're ghosts but first you got to get to this haunting that's you know like happening right after the last one just seems kind of like our heroes aren't that smart yeah right. i think egon <laughs> would have caught on to this or ray 100 somebody yeah. any any one of the four one of them could have done that alone i would say ghostbusters ghostbusters okay so baby ghost did make me laugh one time okay okay this last time, le- 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 legitimate, belly, like legitimate laugh. laugh. Okay. Uh, I don't know about a belly laugh, but Baby Ghost has said something that I thought was pretty, or his delivery was funny. Um, they call this last time, and they're like, they call Janine, I guess, at Ghostbusters. And you actually get to see them talking to her on the phone, and uh, the father is telling them. Well, I think it's in the clip here. Let's see. Ghostbusters, stay calm, sir. Help is on the way. Oh, good. The sooner the better. Yeah, the better the sooner the so- uh, quickly. <laughs> it's a porky pig bit where you, you struggle with one word and then you just say another word completely. <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's, <laughs> I thought it sounded natural. I thought it sounded good. Like he actually just gave up, you know? That's all on you, man. I'm completely out on that character. All right, all right man. Well, like, you, don't have to, you don't have to be in on it with like, me. Like 500%. Wow, that's a lot of percent right there. Mm -hmm. So the ghosts, for some reason, I guess they just have ghost buddies that are around. This gets confusing for me a little bit because the ghosts decide, like, for their big finale that they're going to go get this other powerful ghost to help them haunt or something like that. And they're going to, I guess, jump the Ghostbusters. (laughs) Sounds like they're going to beat them up. Um, And this guy's name is Turlock that they're looking for. They go to an abandoned toy factory which is where this scene is going to take place. 
and they call out to this giant creature in the darkness, and I'm pretty sure he says that he's not Turlock, but they never say who he is. <laughs> and the, he's such a big, scary monster that, or whatever he's supposed to be, ghost, God knows what he used to be, uh, that the ghosts that are calling on him like run away in fear. They right. can't handle this. This ghost, uh, Turlock or not Turlock, whatever, he reaches for toys nearby and basically becomes like a giant toy amalgam monster that I will say actually I thought was a little bit creepy. Uh, anytime you have symbol banging monkey, oh yeah, that's creepy to yeah, me. It was yeah, uh, the head that came out of the does jack that, in the box. Does that, does that beat clown? Does 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 symbol banging monkey beat clown? Most of the that's time, what? okay. Yeah, it's like paper rock scissor. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It, like the even the head that like it was kind of a doll's head that came out yeah. of the Jack in the Box thing, yeah. uh, that was creepy looking. Uh, that it was a bare body, and yeah, it was just it's not a bad image. I mean, it's kind of creepy, but see, the Ghostbusters actually have like a real haunting on their hands this time. They capture those the family easily, like they want to be captured at that point, but now they have this giant monster co- to contend with. And the, these toys, man, I mean, like the toy connection with Toys R Us. You know what I'm saying? That you know they're fighting. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I fighting, didn't. I didn't fight, make that connection. The big toys in the toys. toy factory. Ghost R Us. Toys R Us probably put that factory out of business. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's so it's so funny, man. I guess they're. It's almost like they're out of um, ideas at the first. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I mean, later on, I mean, if we review more episodes, I guarantee you there's better storylines. I 100 percent agree. Than this first one. Yeah. Oh, there's no. There has to be for it to run seven years. There has to be at least one. Yeah. Right. That was better. Uh, I thought it was funny. At some point, the ghosts, when they're talking about Turlock or not Turlock or whatever, uh-huh. they say like, "He's at least a seven, a class seven ghost or something like that. A class seven torso ghost. Yeah. Exactly. Why would the ghosts use a class numbering system? <laughs> I mean, I don't, maybe they do. It just seems weird. He he knows the game. It's it's like when prisoners. Um, I guess man talk yeah, he, about the, he's institutionalized. The guards, yeah, how the guards yeah. talk about. Yeah, know? he only knows his number now. Yeah, he's not a name anymore. <laughs> uh, but then also when they when Egon like scans this giant ghost, yeah, he says like his his machine breaks physically breaks because it's off the charts. It's a level ten. So oh my god, you know what that means, right? Mm-hmm. It's a Big ghost is yeah, what that means. It's a big torso ghost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a torso for sure. Man, this ghost is all torso. <laughs> so it's creepy. This thing like is on the, I don't know what bridge in New York. I guess there's plenty of them, but it's causing damage kind of like Godzilla would, I mm-hmm. guess. Like mm-hmm. less a ghost, more a monster I, once I, again. I, I like one of the uh, the images on there. It's walking up the, uh, I guess, like the steel part of it. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But it's like really bad. Cartoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not. <laughs> it gets it rough, didn't work man. out well. Uh, the Ghostbusters arrive and, and they're ready to take, you know, take charge of the situation. They uh, deploy one of what I I have to believe was a toy, maybe believe even thrust up on them. Oh, believe yeah. Believe it. The Ecto 2, mm. which is the Ecto 1 is the cool car, and the Ecto 2 is this tiny little baby plane that's like a two seater motorcycle with propellers on it, yep. like basically a helicopter. It's vertical takeoff, it seems like. That's pretty cool. Um, they get so two of the guys get released in that. Two of them. Well, are, hold on. Okay. Wh- while they're in the plane, it has the horrible '80s montage. I got it right here. I got it right <laughs> it's like, here. It's almost like Gloria Estefan. It, uh, it, it really dates the whole series, so, like a hundred and hundred and three hundred percent. It seems very out of place because it's just a children's TV show with like real music. I don't mean real good music, but it's real. Like girl pop, like mall pop, like yeah. uh, Tiffany. What's her face? You know, or just Tiffany, I guess was her name. Like that kind of. Uh, like two 
of hearts. That sort of stuff. Um, it seems very out of place to me because 100%. it's just like it's suddenly it's like a movie. And uh, kind of not a good movie. This I would somebody please let us know what this song is. I tried to look it up based on the lyrics, but then we're gonna listen to the song for a minute just to hear how it's not in place. But there's a great voice performance at the end of it that I'd love for everybody to hear. The, I, please tell us what that song is and who. Um, I can't find it. But that last guy, so you can hear that we cut to a radio, and it's a radio in a taxi. There's a, uh, a very cartoonish, grotesquely cartoonish uh, gentleman in the back seat chomping on a cigar, apparently unwilling to open his mouth completely to talk to the guy who's driving the cab who says, <laughs> I, it's like I I didn't know what he said. I thought it was a joke. I mean, not even like a. I don't know that that was a joke that that he said it, and you could barely understand. Just it. Just a muffled mess. Yeah, he basically put his hand over his mouth. Yeah. Line, like at the end of it, he says, "I'm not paying for this," and I think that's what I would have said if I was the guy who hired him for the job. Ooh. Oh, as a voice actor, ghost burn, ghost burned, go ghost burners. <laughs> uh, so we got the plane. We got guys. Got busters in the sky. Busters. On the ground. No mm-hmm. busters in the water. Not that kind of episode. Right. And <laughs> We're not doing that kind of thing. Definitely not. They're not equipped for that. Right. There's no toy for it yet. <laughs> but basically, I mean, Slimer that kind of saves the day. And I'm... Well, he's snarfing it over there. He's, he's feeling all guilty. Right, and, right, right. Because the, the big guilt trip. Because he's the one that knocked... Mm-hmm. He's the one that kind of started all this. Uh, although I, I still blame Peter Venkman. For shaming Slimer into having to eat alone in the basement, which is how he knocked them loose and everything. So that's true. I just don't think Vinkman deserves anything. And no doubt, <laughs> man, you have a strong aversion to this man. What I have is it's like I've been betrayed by a close male family member. Yeah, like he didn't tell me he was my real dad when I was growing up. No I doubt. thought he was my uncle, and now I found he's my dad, and he did some shit. <laughs> that's kind of what i'm dealing with right now yeah no doubt man yeah but Sly, i don't what does slimer even do to save the day man i blinked and it was done yeah they, they, they said no slimer don't and he hopped into the robot and they fell into the water and it was and it was right. done i guess he ate the robot from the inside out yeah i i don't know man I <laughs> that's <honestly>, your <laughs> Dave Pastoon cast summary yeah right we're taking guesses yeah yeah well that's about how thick the plot is at that point <laughs> It's just that you know Slimer's going to have to redeem himself. Um, And so there's like a fade, an interesting scene transition from they're they're over the the ocean, you know, or whatever, the bay, I guess. There's the bridge. And then it turns to evening. And guess what? There's a giant crowd on the bridge. Why are they on the bridge giving this stuff out? They usually give out medals where the medals were earned, right? Like you have to travel back to World War II Germany to give out a war, like a war earned medal yeah, for that, yeah, right? Um, but the these guys are being honored for all the work they did today, and wouldn't you know it, little Slimer is being honored along with them, and as he is uh, honored with a medal, Peter Venkman has a very timely joke to make. Slimer, I hate to say it, but. You look marvelous. That's right. When I heard that, I thought 
well, I was in the wrong because I forgot what year it was. Yeah. And I thought, what the fuck is he doing making that joke in 1993 is my thought. Not realizing that Fernando Lamas was a contemporary of this cartoon because it was like 1986 or seven. So it was actually, it's weird. There's this weird circular like uh, connectivity that you have a character based on a character played by Bill Murray that's not played by Bill Murray, quoting Saturday Night Live that Bill Murray was on. <laughs> yeah, it's a snake eating its own tail. Yeah, right. Like, it's just weird, but he doesn't do it very well. He can't, he can't be funny, this guy. And I'm sure that's why he was sacked. <laughs> because he, I just, I, I feel like, I feel like ripping off my own flesh when I hear that man talk. Wow. So we better parse out these Ghostbusters, <laughs> this first season Ghostbuster episodes a lot, because I'm going to have a hard time with Peter if he has more to say. Wow. Yeah. I don't want to hear from him. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see how, uh, how um, his replacement sounds. Uh, <laughs> you don't have good memories. Of I it? don't remember. <laughs> I just, I mean, I'm sure at the time, every, I can't trust my senses from that time. Cause I apparently thought this guy was cool <laughs> and I was very wrong. I was very, very wrong. <laughs> And uh, I will say Turlock or not Turlock, whatever the monster was, it goes into the water when it comes back out and it's shed all the toy stuff. It's actually pretty scary for a kid's show. It's like a giant mouth and an eye and a bunch yes, of like, yes, it's like yes. a, like a like Lovecraft a, monster. Looks, looks like a penis with an eye on the end. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. Just, it's very, but it's not there for very long. They get rid of it real fast. <laughs> like it's done. It's pretty scary. Uh, I, I mean, it's not, I guess a kid could be scared by it. I don't remember if there's a toy of that. I think the little dad, there was a toy of him. Hmm. I think so. But that's it. Slimer saves the day, guys. Ghostbusters barely do shit. Um, <laughs> it seems like that's probably going to be par for the course in some of these Ghostbuster episodes. Yeah, right. It is not a great beginning for this series. As a kid, absolutely awesome. Uh, Slimer's there. Uh, Vankman is smarmy. And who gives a shit about the rest? That's all I was there for. Right. I mean, he was kind of the Michelangelo uh, of the... The Ghostbusters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like everybody's favorite often. Apparently not my cousin Josh, but most people's favorite was Freaking Peter Venkman. Yeah. And that was the end of that episode, except for, of course, the outro that they always had was the ghost. Very celebratory, as if to say we did another number one episode, guys, where it's just the four Ghostbusters arm in arm, like kicking, kick dancing down the street yeah, yeah, to yeah, a yeah. giant ticker tape parade of people, like, you know, crowds of people just loving it, loving it. It, it was my childhood, though, man. Like have- that, that scene. The implication to me is that after everything they do, every episode... At every episode, they have a parade at the end, and it's just them doing a parade down the street and being lauded for what they've done. Like every time, that's that's a new time. They reanimate it, yeah, a new, yeah. Um, I will say that I am a bigger fan of the Ghostbusters, the film, than I am of watching this cartoon. Number one or number two? You, you, you didn't. You didn't I, say oh, I was. Why well, say it was an unpopular? Uh, I like number two. A lot of people don't like number two. I get it. But I was very entertained by it. I saw it more than one as a kid. Yeah. So here. I don't think it's better. I like one more, but I want two is just fine with me. Put on if two is on TV, I'm staying. Mm-hmm. There's a few movies that are mm-hmm. like that. Back to the Future one or two. Uh, Indiana, Indy, blah, any Indiana Jones. <laughs> I'm not Indiana Jones. The history version. Any of them except for the last one. Yeah. Uh, oh, like if those bad. are on TV, then I well I don't really I don't have TV right now. But <laughs> if I did. When I did, 
I would stay on them, you know, if they were on. So, when okay, I do. When I do, again. <laughs> Ghostbusters 1 or 2, they'll, they'll do it for me. Okay. Uh, but the show, the, the animation was good, like, for the most part. Like, they didn't reuse a bunch of animation, like, from time, you know, like, scene to scene. And there was a lot of detail on a lot of the, even the character models. Like, the main, in the opening, it's actually, the, the ghosts they show in the opening where they're crowded up on each other. Right. And, like, the, what is it, the jet-puffed uh, marshmallow <laughs> fellow, uh, he he's behind them looming. And it's actually kind of a scary image. They're pretty detailed-looking. Not quite the same level of that in the show, but it's actually... It's not going to scare anybody for real, but yeah. it's cool. I, I think it's got a good design, and I, even though it's kind of silly that they changed the characters from their original looks that much, it makes total sense, and it's, it is a good look. Everybody's very catchy. Um, Janine looks like Janine should, pretty much. She does, you know? with, with ours, though. She has ours. She's got ours. She does not have my heart with those ours. <laughs> not going not gonna to win me over with that, Janine. Um, any other trivia? Any other... Random observations. Well, I do have my my toy trivia. Whenever you're, ready. oh yes, please. This is something I'll try to do on on every every episode, man. I'll try to touch base, on, yeah. on some of the old toys because most most of these I had, you know, I had a I had some, you know, like the the Thundercats oh, had man. a couple of those, I had a ton. Uh, the Ghostbusters also yep. had some too. So, um, our man in toys, Travis, the the Kenner um ecto one yes any any guess for what that's going for right now oh it's in it's in pretty pretty decent condition i'm gonna guess low so okay. i don't yeah. embarrass you yes for sure uh 50 250 dollars. that's five times what i guessed yes yes <laughs> right off the bat you're like one million that's why i don't do that because i don't want to undercut you yeah yeah all right, the um, that's still more than I would have thought, actually. Yeah, the the Ghostbusters Ghost Trap is going for like the Stompy. Yep, the okay. little Stompy. It's going for one hundred and fifty dollars. That's pretty good. Not bad. Oh man, Mike. So I, t- I was telling you earlier off <laughs> off show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> off cast. My uh, I, we had given my family had given my cousin Josh's son, who's really into Ghostbusters, Hayden. Uh, a bunch of these old Ghostbusters toys. So now when I'm thinking about, I'm like, oh, I bet he has my Stompy. I bet he has my my <laughs> pack, my Proton pack, and all that crap. <laughs> no, no, it, it it got sold already in a garage. Oh, dude, sale. that's all Hayden wanted it for. He's a crafty kid, mm-hmm. crafty toddler. He's an eBay. All right, so some ectoplasm, just some, yeah, it, any, it, any it, amount. It, it, no, no, <laughs> Okay, okay, so I, I phrased that wrong. It's just like a little purple tub, almost yeah. all, like a little bigger than a Play-Doh tub would be. Okay. So I guess, you know, I guess it's just like a purple Play-Doh. Yeah. Any guess on that? Uh, I mean, I'm going to do it by the ounce. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it's like 12 ounces, uh, $50. One hundo. That's twice as much as I guessed. <laughs> it is twice as yeah. much. You're good at math, sir. Good enough. Um, the action figures go from anywhere from uh from ninety to four hundred and fifty. Well, speaking if pristine in a box, that's four fifty off top, man. Off top, that's pretty good. I mean, I I'm not too surprised to hear about that. They seem to put out a ton of figures uh, of different kinds, which is something that toy companies always did. Like, as I remember, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like. I had like five versions of Michelangelo, you know, or whatever. Right. Like yeah. you put up. I uh, actually, when I was uh, getting toys for our Thundercats episode, I managed to snag a few of the Ghostbusters uh, that had not been stolen from me uh, <laughs> at my parents' house without my permission completely. Right. Uh, and it's funny that I'm so angry with Venk- Venkman, and two of them are Peter Venkman. One's an original Peter Venkman, 
and his hair is starting to uh, the color, the paint is wearing off of it, so it's the same color as his skin. <laughs> it's kind of weird. But I've got two two pink pinkmans. <laughs> I've got two Vankmans, two two Vank Pinkmans, two Vankman Pinkmans, uh, Jesse Pinkmans. I've got two Jesse Pinkmans from Breaking Bad toys, and no, I've got two Egons, two Vankmans, and then a Ray, and uh, and then uh, an array, of an array of sunshine, Vank Pinkmans, Vank Pinks. Sorry. And they, uh, they're pretty cool. I mean, they, it's, it looks good. It looks like the cartoon. Um, you know, it's, I feel like they would be better if they had their, their armaments, their proton packs and whatnot. Oh, uh, by the way, protein pack, Pro- protein. <laughs> yeah. Pro- protein pack. Pro- proton. Yeah. Proton pack. Proton pack. Is going for, um, $375. Shit, I had one of those too, son. man. It's weird. Like you'd have this gun attached to the proton pack and then you would just have like this nerf, like. Don't have a better way to say it, like a, a limp Nerf dick that would just hang out of the end of like the butt of the or not the butt, but the, the, <laughs> what? Yeah, Hold on, what are we doing? Out of now? the front of the gun, like okay. as though it's a beam that you're is firing. This why, is this why you hate your uncle so much? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the I I had a ton of those toys myself. I had the playset, like that was the firehouse. I loved that thing. I wanted to be small enough to be in it, basically, so I yeah. could go up and down the the pole. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just down it. Okay. Maybe just down the pole. Yeah. Uh, but so it's it doesn't it makes sense to me that th- this show seems rife with toy possibilities. Yes. I'm sure it was just like people like those those corporate guys were just in the back, just like with their hands ringing, just like give me more toys, give me more ghosts. I just love this. Like or, just, or make a monsters. Oh, you know what? Let's. T- they actually did Universal like style monsters. I have a mummy that's from this line of toys at my house that's falling to pieces, so I didn't bring it. But like, it's like it don't even matter if they're ghosts. Just make it anything. Like anything can be a ghost. Just turn it into a toy. Boats, helicopters, spaceships, whatever. <laughs> like, I mean, three of the the figures that I have, their action is to be scared. Of something like that's yeah. what their action is. Yeah. It's just a variation on. So, but hey, man, it worked because I bought into it big time, and I was all for. It. I loved Slimer when I would eat orange slices. Uh, I want, but for starters, I wouldn't even eat them. I just sucked the juice out of them, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Never ate orange slices, but I would pretend I was Slimer with like a big piece of watermelon eating that. And and remember the high C, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the high C ecto ecto ecto, uh, ecto punch. I think so. Ecto. Ecto cooler, yeah, it yeah, was, it yeah, was yeah, the yeah, bomb. Yeah. You can still get that too. Yeah, man. they've, they've re- actually re- put it out. Mm-hmm. They've uh, reissued it. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably go for that. Yeah, check I'd it out. Man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's probably decent. Tastes like green, <laughs> just green. Tastes like green, man. Tastes like Slimer. <laughs> There's they ran out because Slimer ran out. That's what it was. It tastes like a food disorder. Exactly. That's yeah, awesome. it tastes like this is great. Like a lurching hunter, hunter, hunter. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Getting loopy. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, I know we're going to come back to Ghostbusters. Uh, we have to. We have to because there has to be a better episode of this there show is. I'm, this. I'm already thinking of, of the one. We'll, it we'll won talk. awards. I mean, like, uh, J. Michael Straczynski, who created, I don't know if you remember the show, Babylon 5. Yes. Okay. Well, he created that show and became a comic writer of note. And he was a writer on this show. I want to say he was a head writer at one point, but that could be wrong. But... Like, you have been wrong before. I will never be wrong again. Okay. Starting now. Okay. Right now. now. Uh, blue. No, shit. <laughs> anyway, they had they were known for being a quality show, like yeah. amongst others. So 
I'm looking forward to it because I know there's going to be. I mean, basically, if they bring back Baby Ghost, I'm going to be happy. I'm out. Well, I'll be happy. I know you will, man. All right. Well, if you want to leave, <laughs> doors right there's, there. There's a door in your apartment. <laughs> Uh, but Ghostbusters, we'll come back to it. I know we will eventually make it into the extreme Ghostbusters that are way further down the line. That's a whole generation of new Ghostbusters to deal with. And we just don't have the ability, <laughs> we don't have the technology to deal with that right now. <laughs> All right, Travis. Well, anything else to say about these Ghostbusters? Oh, man. Um, no. We're good, man. <laughs> These Ghostbusters kind of took it out of me. It did. They kind of saddened me. Like I thought I was going to sit down and really just like walk down nostalgia lane, mm-hmm. and instead I walked down what the fuck avenue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I still was entertained a little bit. Yeah, it was entertaining, yeah. man. I, I I would suggest this to viewers. I would not suggest it for multiple views. Uh, you'll lose your mind. Did you, did you one time or two times? I multiple times. I'm sure. I mean, be, between making uh, clips and oh, shit okay, like that, okay. like I ended up watching it like three or four times. So I've spent way more on this episode and the other things we've done than we ever even do when we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not deserving of that at all. I mean, it's a children's television show based on a film from the 80s. So yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really deserve my time, but I give it to it. That's what I do for you guys. You're that dedicated. I'm Slimer. Dedicated spelled You complain D-E-A-D- about me eating? D-I-C-A-T-E-D. Dead. Okay. Dead. Oh, okay. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I stepped on your bit. No, it's all good. <laughs> well, it is Halloween. No, it's just October. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, Travis, do you have anything you want people to listen to or watch? Yeah, or? you know what? Go check out Nature of the Beast. Um, it's a true crime podcast. A little little twist on it. We're just funny. You know, me, me, Brandon, and uh, and Catherine. We do a little true true crime over there on uh, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, um, iTunes, all that. So you check that out, man. Cool, it's good stuff. You almost forgot Cat's name. It sounded like no, I didn't. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, guys, go check out Nature of the Beast on all of those places where you can find podcasts. If Mm -hmm. there's a podcast available on something, Nature of the Beast can probably be found on it. Yes. Yeah. Even if there's just one other podcast available, that's probably the other option. Mm -hmm. Check it out, guys. All right, Travis. Well, uh, we got some awesome cartoons on our list. Yes, we do. That we will be pursuing, and we will see you guys Next week mm-hmm. on Days Past Tooncast. Tutor my duder. Tutor my duder. Yes, sir. Peace. Hey, guys, it's Will, and I have a very important message for you. We have a Facebook page. You guys need to go visit it. You need to add us. You need to post on it. We also have a Twitter account, which is at DP Tooncast. Reach out to us on there. Or if you like, you can send us an email at dptooncast at gmail.com. And finally, if you like what you're hearing here on the DTPC, please go on iTunes and rate us. More reviews means more publicity for the podcast, and that's something we'll all benefit from. So reach out to us on Twitter, on Facebook, by email, and go to iTunes and review us. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week.